Hey, welcome to Comic Chat number 23. I'm your host, Glennon McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. Uh, Compton, to be exact. Um, today's date is Monday, March 29th, 2021. Uh, you can find this wonderful podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker, and also on this lovely streaming platform right here called Anchor. Uh, nothing real special happened this weekend. Just, um, I guess, Derek Jackson. I don't even really know. I don't really uh, follow influencers because I don't need to be influenced so apparently apparently this dude was down talking dudes accordingly uh basically he was a a male feminist I hear for for black people and accordingly according to everybody else on uh, social media he got caught uh creeping on his wife which is fitting my whole thing is that it just every time something like this happens it just shows me how much black people really hate black people. Because we'll jump all over some black on black drama, whatever it is. Whenever they try to make a black person look bad, we'll jump all over it. But then, but they don't do this shit to, to, to white people. They keep their shit under wraps. And, and if they do leak it out, they try to make you feel bad for one of the people going through the shit. But we got Will and Jada and their entanglements and shit. Now we got this motherfucker and his shit. And we just eating it up. Black people making parody videos. Here's a chance to be seen off another black person going down. I can build myself up off of this brother going down. And I don't really feel bad for the brother because I know... That he probably played himself to get in that position because that's how you do. Just like they got uh, old little Nas X playing himself, trying to be the face of, of gay, which it don't even need a face because it's been the coolest thing to be for the last fucking 20 years. But we trying to act like it ain't, it ain't like that. We still trying to act like being gay is something that you got to defend. It, nah, it, it's... it's Widely accepted. I accept it. I know a lot of people who accept it. And it's just the way that we, you know, we live now. But they got this young man out here doing rituals and shit. <laughs> and, and everybody calling him brave because he he's submitting his soul in front of all of us. But, you know... Let's just dress it up as a, a music video and him expressing himself. Uh, I guess, man, little Nas X, I, I hope you uh, come back to your senses and don't be uh, worshiping that uh, coalition, as we should call it. I wouldn't even call it Satan because that's just something they want us to be. Uh, they want us to create in our own mind. So I wouldn't really even say he worshiping Satan. He following some group that control his career. <clears throat> but I hope 
that young brother uh, finds his way back home, which leads me to my first uh, topic, which is about God. Um, A lot of people don't want to talk about God, but it seemed like it's been the coolest thing to do to worship the devil, so to speak, or the negative, so to speak, and to like deny the positive unless somebody's being negative to you and then you're tra- you you try to convert them into positive because you don't like hearing the negatives about you you know yourself but uh my first topic god always forgives but have you forgiven yourself and that that's just something i see in society uh, especially on social media you see a lot of people still living in their problems or their perceived problems, still beating themselves up for the same uh, mistakes. But then they're like uh, posting themselves at church and things like that. It's like, uh, yeah, God may have forgiven you, but have you forgiven you? Because you're still, you know, reminding yourself of where you've been instead of focusing on where you're at and where you're headed. And that that's a big problem. When you don't forgive yourself, you just create a block. And when that block is not only just a block from a better you, but it's a, uh, a doorway for you to continue to repeat the same things and then have the same uh, events occur in your reality. And then you'll, um, you won't see that it's you. And then you'll blame other people. Or you'll blame the person in, in which uh, you had the uh, reoccurrence with. And it's really just us. We refuse to forgive ourselves for perceived mistakes and let the past be in the past. Usually because people who know your past throw your past in your face but like I posted on Facebook the other day those who always remind you where you been only remember it so vividly because they haven't gone anywhere since you left so don't let people condemn you for your past, especially if you have already accepted it and you moved on and and you you made peace with that person that you used to be, and that you uh you you uh, accepted the fact that you are not that person and that you are a totally different person in this present uh time, and and that's usually what keeps us. Not forgiving ourselves is that we replay the situation in our mind over and over and over with a different ending that we desire, knowing that we can't go back and cause that ending in uh, our reality. And that's why we end up repeating the the same thing and then having an even, even more tragic ending because of our refusal to accept the previous time that that happened. So God always forgives us, man, because it's love. It doesn't know how to 
you know, really be hateful. It can be uh, negative, but still, that's just positive in another degree. It's, it's, it's like nothing is different. All is the same. It's just a degree to which it resonates. So God always forgives, but we have to forgive ourselves, man. We have to let the uh, past be the past because we can't go back and change it. And even if we could, it would just uh, disrupt our current present uh, reality. So forgive yourself. Say I am no longer that person that I used to be. And then you list off the things that you've uh, conquered within yourself. And then you say, I am a new being filled with love, joy, and harmony and respect for all things. I am grateful for my life because it is a gift. You know, and then you go on from there. Forgive yourself for mistakes because we all make them. We just don't all put them out there on front street. Most of us hide our problems and magnify other people's problems. So my next point is death. A lot of people don't like that word. A lot of people get crazy when you talk about death. But death is the best reason to live. Because every time you think about death, you should be reminded that you only get one go around as this person that you are today. And that's like my uh, excuse for, for everything. Why I do things, why I don't do things, why I forgive, why I recently learned how to stop holding grudges, why I try to help people, you know, why I've changed myself. Why I'm no longer uh, an alcoholic. Because that that shit could have killed me. (laughs) And I always knew that, but there was a time where I hadn't forgiven myself, going back to the the first topic, where I didn't even, to the point where I didn't even know if I cared about my life. There was a time where I thought that all I deserved in life was a drink and some weed. And that was all my life was worth. I didn't see no future. I didn't see happiness anywhere. I just saw me being in my alcoholism forever. Because I hadn't forgiven myself for my perceived failure in my previous relationship. So... I had, in a sense, given up on myself. And it forced me into a deep depression and deep addiction and alcoholism and some crazy nights <laughs> because I hadn't forgiven myself. And usually, we don't forgive ourselves, like I said, because we don't feel worthy of forgiveness. We feel like we deserve that vice or whatever that's keeping us down. But the best way to the best reason to get rid of that vice is that you can give up your life. And why would you want to surrender the greatest gift that everybody is given? 
some of us squander it away in the chase of the illusion of uh, riches and material material things. But why would you want to just give it away because you uh, made a mistake? And that was one of the thoughts that I used to have upon coming out of this alcoholism state that I was uh, in. Why am I surrendering myself to this uh, substance? Why am I quitting? Um, I'm a pretty decent comedian. Why am I not giving myself a fair shot? Those were certain things that I asked myself upon quitting. And it was because I I realized that I'm going to die one day. And uh, I don't want to have a wasted reality because of some pain that I couldn't get over. That's almost like a decade old. So I was really holding myself back. And it was because I thought that if I uh, held myself back, that it would somehow hurt that other person that I perceived hurt me. And that's how a lot of us think. We'll hold ourselves back as revenge for something somebody did to us. Or something that we perceive somebody did to us. But, but nobody does anything to us. We allow people to do things to us. So even if it is done, it has to go, we have to give it permission to happen before it happens. But a lot of us do that. We just, we hold ourselves back as a guilt trip to people that we perceive hurt us. And we don't even think that that person don't even give a shit. Because if they hurt us, what makes us think that they give a shit about us holding our life up? Or holding ourselves back or give up on our, our potential because of them. What makes us think that they care? Or that will make them change as a person <clears throat> and stop hurting uh, people like we perceive they hurt us. I, it just, I just don't get it. So I just, I used to think when I was drunk, I would always ask, you know, to to stop drinking. And then I would keep drinking. Because I didn't, you know, I didn't feel worthy of that freedom from alcohol. I would ask for it. And God would be like, yeah, man, I'll get you off that right now. And then I don't forget myself and I go grab another drink like right after like I ask. Till I was ready to say, man, hey, you're going to die. What you going to do? You're going to keep bending your arm until one day you fall on the floor and don't give up. Get up. And it was just, you know, it was a real realization for me. So death is the best reason to live. Because nobody should seek a wasted reality. And that's what a lot of us are seeking without even knowing. Which brings me to my next point, because that is why we surrender ourselves to this life. It's because we are emotional. And our emotions lead to our beliefs, which leads to our actions. Emotions are not reality, though. 
Emotions are just feelings in which we can amplify with our thoughts. Like say somebody say something to you. You can say to yourself, all right, fuck that dude and leave it at that. Or you can be like, fuck that dude. You're going to let him talk to you like that? Like, who do he think he is to talk to you like that? Do you remember the last motherfucker that talked to you like that? And next thing you know, you, your emotions are amplified and you're ready to go. You're ready to punch. You're ready to stab, shoot, whatever you're going to do violently and negatively. Because you didn't realize that your emotions were not real. They just feelings. We can put an action behind them, but them by themselves, they're nothing. And that's why we have such a, a combative society. Because we all inside of our emotions. But the dangerous part about how we all inside of our emotions is that we don't even know what we even desire. And we just emotional because somebody told us we should be emotional about certain things. Like black lives matter for me. A lot of black people get mad at me because I'll be like, I don't really care for black lives matter because we don't really care for black lives unless police are taking them. And then if some celebrities say what I just said, he gets jumped on because he's not just being un, uh, irrational and emotional and going out in the streets and, and protesting and breaking shit. You know, black people, we do stuff to each other that we say it's okay just because we black and it's not even cool. Oh, man, we could kill each other. We black, though. Like, nah, man, we should not be killing each other, especially if we don't want the police to kill us. We give off. We get what we give off. And that type of energy has been going on for years. Blacks killing blacks. So we attracted police officers killing us, too. Not saying that it's all our fault. Because those officers have a responsibility for, for their inhumane actions, they're just never held accountable for them. All I'm saying is if we desire to be treated better, we should start by treating ourselves better. And so many other people have said that before me. And, and we just said, man, he was real. And then if he made enough noise, he was killed. But nowadays, we hate ourselves so much that when a black person talk about the beauty of being black, first thing you want to tell them is shut the fuck up. Because we don't even think. We want to get emotional about that. Don't tell me about being black. I don't want to hear about that. How you know you don't even want to hear about it? You ain't even, you ain't even give yourself a chance. You're just emotional about something that you are but it's because we uh we have been conditioned to correlate negative feelings about learning about being black it automatically makes you a a nation of islam muslims that hates black people 
the white people paint you as a racist because you want to you want to learn about being black, but they can walk around wearing Viking helmets and fucking all types of uh, European shit. But the moment you want to, you know, learn about being black or learn about being uh, Mexican or learn about being Asian, because it don't even uh, it don't even matter. It ain't even uh, colors against colors. It really shouldn't be. And it, it really shouldn't be anybody against anybody. But humanity loves conflict. I don't know why that is, but we love conflict. And they just, the government trying to divide us again with this stop Asian hate. Just to basically the Asian version of Black Lives Matter. And it's like, maybe we should stop white terrorism I know that was a meme but it's the truth white people going in there and, and killing those Asian people and then trying to make it seem like they're they're with them no stop murdering minorities and then playing the sympathy card I know that you know Asian hate is wrong but it's really not every. It's not everybody who hating Asians. It's white people. White people hating everybody for no reason. But the reason is because white people secretly hate themselves. That's why they have to live in the comforts of racism, because it justify the behavior that they project on the other races because of their natural hate for themselves and I know that I shouldn't have said that (laughs) but it's out there so emotions are not reality and also trust is not 100% sure that's why it's called trust if it was 100% sure it would be called a guarantee because you would know it would be without a doubt going to happen. But that uh, shadow of a doubt is what causes us to, to not trust. And when we don't trust, we hold ourselves back and we live below our potential. Like I've been doing it. I haven't made certain moves as far as my career and you know, living situation and all that because I didn't trust myself and I didn't trust the, that the creator would make, you know, would cause the situation to work out to my highest good. I thought I thought about the uh, downside more than the upside. I thought about the possible setbacks and I mean possible setbacks. These aren't even definite. These are just things that I'm making up. What if I go here and they don't like me? What if they, uh, what if I get booed off stage? What if I'm just not funny outside of Arizona? Things like that. Those type of thoughts. Those three things right there. They're not even true. They're not even real. I just made all three of those things up. And, I, and it just kept me from exploring 
you know, further options in uh, stand-up. And then I would say other things to compound it, like, I don't even have the money anyway, so why am I even thinking about this? So trust is not 100% sure. But if you don't trust and you don't have faith, you'll just stay in the same place. Wondering why you never went anywhere, but all the while knowing because you didn't take the risk and you didn't have the trust and you didn't have the faith to go after your desires without fear. So trust is not always 100% sure. But you should do it anyway. (laughs) Uh, Also, stop putting your failures on instant replay. Which kind of goes back to, you know, forgiving yourself. Because that usually is what makes us put our failures on instant replay is that we haven't gotten over them. We haven't let them pass. We haven't uh, released that energy back into the realm of all possibilities. We've been holding it and it's just been growing inside of us and we repress it, which causes it to grow even more until it reaches a point to where we can't repress it and it comes out in sometimes destructive ways like addiction and even like violence, you know, because we don't be reviewing our life and taking proper reflection. We're too busy living and trying to go on to the next stage even though we may not be prepared to get there mentally. We may be hampered by certain beliefs and certain teachings and certain thoughts that will make it difficult for us to maneuver in that new uh, vibration or level or whatever you want to call it. So we have to let go of things. Even if we, we, we feel like it empowers us to hold that anger or resentment, we have to let go because we're putting up a wall to a better us. Because everything that we allow or that happens to us that we perceive bad, it should be a lesson. But I think that we, we, we get emotional, which is not a reality. It takes our focus off the lesson. We just be focusing on the the action that, that made us upset and, and put us in that emotional state. And I think it, it blinds us to, to learning anything and actually seeing the real truth of how uh, we created that reality for ourselves for that moment. So stop putting your failures on instant replay because, for one, they're not failures, they're lessons. For two... You can't go back and redo them, so you're just wasting reality. And that is all the the subjects that I'm going to touch today. Uh, Super happy because my Bruins won uh, yesterday in an overtime uh, thriller. 
versus Alabama, number two seed Alabama. UCLA is the number 11 seed, which I thought was fitting until they uh, beat Michigan State. And then I was like, they should have had a higher seeding. But uh, they beat them um, by 10 in overtime after Alabama fought tooth and nail to uh, stand that game. They hit a a crazy three-pointer at the buzzer to force the game into overtime. And then in the uh, overtime, my main man, Jaime Jaquez Jr., took over and got the Bruins to the victory. So they'll take on number one seed Michigan tomorrow. And uh, hopefully they can keep it competitive because I don't think that they can compete with uh, Michigan. Jawan Howard has them playing great basketball. They believe in themselves, and I'm happy for Jawan Howard. I feel old because I watched Jawan Howard from college all the way through the NBA, and now he's a coach at Michigan. It just makes me feel like I'm 50, 60 years old, but I'm pushing 40. Also, the Dodgers is coming back for real. The The real baseball starts in uh, three days, April 1st, against the Colorado Rockies in Colorado. I think that should be a win. I really don't want them to win because I'm big on opening day losses because I think it sets a great tone for the season because baseball is such a backward sport that if you win too much, you might start losing at the wrong time. If you lose too much, you might just start winning at the right time and they might just get another World Series championship. That is my pick this year for the World Series is the Dodgers. I think they're going to win it again. It's been a long time since uh, we had a repeat champion. I think the last one was the Braves in 99 and two. No, not the Braves, the Yankees. In 99 and 2000. Why did I say the Braves? Atlanta must be on my mind. But uh, hopefully the Dodgers can uh, snap that streak and get in, uh, go back to back for the first time in my lifetime. Because uh, they have a really good team. We still have Mookie Betts. We got Justin Turner back. Cody Bellinger is healthy. So it should be an uh, interesting baseball season for my baseball fans. Um that has been Comic Chat number 23. Uh, my name is Glendon McGee. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Glendon Sin Black McGee. That's Glendon, S-Y-N-B-L-A-C-K, McGee. And you can find me on Instagram at GM3Comedy. Uh, I'll be at Tempe Tavern tomorrow. Uh, El Charo on Wednesday. Uh, Improv Mania are the revelry on Thursday. And uh, that should be it. I also, um, on April 17th, I am opening at uh, El Tar- Charles Hipster. I'm featured comic for a band called Hot Toddy. There's, they're a jazz band, uh, all black band. I think you, uh, you guys should come check them out. I know the uh, band leader. He's a super bad mofo. So uh, come out to El Charles Hipster. Follow them on Instagram at El Charles Hipster Bar and Cafe. And uh, get your details on getting tickets for uh, that event on the 17th. Um, Thank you guys for uh, listening. 
I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. I love you all. And uh, this would have, I would have gave up on this idea a long time without you guys. Because I know I'm not Bill Burr or Joe Rogan. I don't have a bunch of fancy sound effects. I don't spend two or three hours editing each episode. I just kind of record it on my phone and give it to you like it is. And uh, for you to find it uh, interesting enough to listen to, I cannot complain. I can only have gratitude. Tell your friends. Uh, subscribe to my uh, to Comic Chat on Anchor. Uh, spread the word. Because um, I, I, I deserve and I desire more listeners. And I appreciate you guys. Um, Till next time, spread peace, love, and harmony, and it shall come back to you tenfold. Have a harmonious week. Keep your energies positive. Keep your vibration up. Goodbye.